a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the official start of today's episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, and since you and I last got together here on the radio, so much has changed. We have gotten new guidance from the leadership here in the state of Utah. We have learned of some of our sports heroes, uh, folks like Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have tested positive for the coronavirus. Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, both have tested positive for the coronavirus while filming a movie in Australia. They're in quarantine right now. There are professional sports leagues all across the country that are canceling uh, their, the rest of their seasons and delaying the start of their seasons. The universities around Utah and the nation are altering their plans. And we, on these airwaves over the past 45 minutes or so, have heard uh, some of what's going on here in the state of Utah. And I understand and know and feel that it has a sort of a chilling effect. Our attitude and our outlook right now uh, is completely different, and we see things through a different colored lens, and it's a challenge, and it's scary, and it's nerve-wracking. Uh, and if you have children, maybe that's amplified. I can tell you what, if I, I had been going through this as a single man, no wife, no baby, I might be a little reckless with my comments and my behavior, uh, but that all changed when I uh, got married and had myself a little baby. It's not just me and my little clan now. And I have to think about and analyze all these things going around, going on around us uh, through those eyes. I've got folks to protect and care for, and I know you do as well. And uh, I have decided that to combat my own anxiety and my own fears, my course of action is to focus on the facts. There are experts to whom we can turn. The World Health Organization, the CDC, right now here in the state of Utah, there's a task force headed up by Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. He with the governor's blessing, has been doing great work to bring together the folks here in Utah that can have the greatest effect on keeping us safe. Those individuals got together today uh, and hosted a press conference. Representatives from the various universities and hospitals and the Utah Jazz, they handed down advice uh, and recommendations on how we here in the state uh, can keep ourselves safe. We have a good track record of taking good advice. If you reach back way back in time, almost 100 years, uh, more than that, uh, to 1918 when the Spanish flu came through Utah, uh, we here in the state, due to some wise action, uh, we kept ourselves safe. And we weathered the storm a little bit better uh, than others. And hopefully we can do the same as we face this coronavirus here uh, together. I want to make sure that you have 
these facts and these details. And so I've uh, invited Todd Fuchs here into the studio to join me. He uh, was paying very close attention to all the governor had to share uh, with us, the recommendations and the advice and the guidance uh, to come from him and his office. Uh, so I'm grateful to you, Todd, for coming in here and joining us. What, what are the big pieces of advice the governor has for us? The, the bullet points, the outline recommendations for the public for the next couple weeks, starting next Monday. In conjunction with Utah COVID-19 Task Force and our local uh, departments of health, we recommend the following. We want to limit mass gatherings to groups of 100 for the next two weeks, beginning Monday, March 16th. And that is 100 healthy individuals. If people are not healthy, they should not be involved in these gatherings. So if you feel sick, don't show up. If you're healthy, you should not participate. So limiting mass gatherings to 100 uh, for the next two weeks, beginning Monday, March 16th. This includes church gatherings. This includes concerts, conferences, and other similar activities where people gather together. And that's for the healthy who are not in a high-risk group. If you are in a high-risk group, like the elderly and those with underlying health issues, the governor recommends that you avoid gatherings of people over 20. If you're sick, if you're sick, stay at home, call your doctor. If you're healthy and you can, you should work from home. Um, I believe these steps, uh, in fact, uh, have consistently slowed the spread of COVID virus uh, here in uh, Utah. Uh, I think in other areas they, where these have been implemented, we've seen that happen. So I believe that this, the steps we're taking will help us slow the spread of, of uh, COVID-19 here in the state of Utah. And particularly, they're effective if they're implemented early. And the governor noted that Utah has a track record of being very prepared for disasters. But he says, be sensible in your preparations. Don't panic by. Be confident in the tap water that Utah has, that it's safe and it's not going to run out. And he said that these are preemptive recommendations, as preemptive is better than reactive. We are hoping for the best, but we are preparing for the worst. It's going to take all of us working together in a spirit of collaboration and cooperation to do this. Utah has that ability. We will get through this together. And we'll have a positive outcome with minimal disruption, I believe, if, in fact, we work together and follow the recommendations that we're giving here today and others that may come in the future. And as far as the gatherings, we have organizations that are self-limiting and canceling school and whatnot. We have closing. City Creek Mall in Salt Lake City has closed. The Murray School District is closing starting tomorrow. The U of U is starting online classes next week. The Salt Lake City St. Patrick's Day, is uh, their parade is canceled. And as we've learned that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have tested positive for the virus, officials are rewinding their actions to see where they may have come into contact with fans. One of the interesting things and one of the points the governor made was one of the things that his recommendation does not do, and that was later supported uh, by Sidney Dixon, uh, superintendent with the Utah State Board of Education, was that K-12 through classes uh, at, across the state uh, are not necessary. Murray being the exception, and other decisions being made on the local level. Uh, but the his recommendations are not to be interpreted as a blanket closure of schools K through 12 across the state. Now, the superintendent did say that that may change, and it may change soon. But right now, those decisions uh, and those closures are coming from the districts themselves, being made at a more local level uh, than, than at the state uh, top level. It's absolutely a fluid situation. You should expect more announcements, more changes. And as, of course, we're monitoring all the national and state uh, both governments and health departments, and we're going to bring you the latest once we know it. Todd Fuchs, thank you so much. Uh, you, as you get more, you uh, come right here and share it with us, all right?
We today, uh, as Todd said, we are in the middle of a fluid situation. It's not just fluid here in the state of Utah. It's fluid uh, not just here in the United States, but fluid around the world. We have learned so much uh, in the past while. The president addressed the nation last night and made an announcement dealing with uh, access uh, by Europeans to the United States, uh, essentially uh, closing down the border for uh, many European nations to come here to the United States. Now, that uh, leads to a number of questions for, say, Americans in Europe Currently, And we are going to later on in the program hear from Senator Mitt Romney, uh, who he, along with Mike Lee, have uh, some resources available to Utahns who may find themselves impacted by these travel restrictions uh, on Europe. So we're going to make sure that you get all of that information uh, as well as much, much more. And let me tell you something uh, else coming up later on in today's program. You know about this Rudy Gobert uh, character, right? He's a center, plays for the Utah Jazz. Uh, he, yesterday in Oklahoma City, as the Jazz were down there to play uh, against the Thunder, there was an odd uh, circumstance that developed at the very onset uh, of the game. Just before tip-off, there was uh, much confusion. Ultimately, you've certainly learned this by now, the game uh, was called off and everyone went home. That was because, uh, of course, Rudy Gobert had tested positive at that stage preliminarily tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, if you rewind the clock a little bit uh, to Monday, there was a press conference where Rudy Gobert addressed the media. There were microphones assembled in front of him, the room uh, full of reporters. Uh, In fact, a reporter here for KSL Sports, as well as a reporter for the Deseret News were in attendance there. Uh, Ben Anderson is the name of the KSL Sports reporter who was in attendance there when uh, Rudy Gobert uh, touched all the microphones and has since tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, what does that mean for Mr. Anderson, uh, a colleague of mine here at KSL? It means he's now in quarantine. He's working from home. He's limiting his exposure uh, to not only his coworkers and uh, society out there, but his family as well. He's a father and a husband. He's going to be our guest uh, just after uh, 1.30 when we come back from this upcoming newscast. He's going to tell us uh, his story. He's going to tell us how he's doing. And interestingly, he's going to tell us that we might not uh, be too wise to give Rudy Gobert a hard time. There's a very uh, upstanding opinion uh, being taken by Mr. Anderson. He tweeted uh, that, you know what, he, what he did with those microphones was done in a spirit of uh, it was sarcastic and it was in an attempt to let everyone know that it's okay to, to laugh now. In retrospect, doesn't look too wise. But in the moment, uh, maybe it wasn't all that bad. We'll be speaking to Ben Anderson in the next segment here on this program, Live Mike, as he tells us his story after he, in a press conference, came into direct contact with Rudy Gobert, who has now tested positive for the coronavirus. Mr. Anderson now spending his time at home, at least for the next two weeks, working from home in a self-quarantine. That's all coming up ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.